Okay. Welcome to Sue Watches Buffy, the podcast where Sue watches Buffy. And M watches her watch Buffy <laughs> and talks about it. Uh, this week, we're watching the season 7 episode, Sleeper, Never Let Me Go. Oh, is that what it is? No, Never Leave Me. <laughs> never Leave Me. <laughs> never Leave Me and Bring On the Night. I'm Em. And I'm Sue. All I'm saying is Soulless Spike would have had me upside down and halfway to Happy Land by now. I need my pants. Yeah, yeah, I know the guy. Billy Idol wannabe. Actually, Billy Idol stole his lip from... Never mind. Oh, an out-of-control serial killer. You're right, that is a great house guest. I just, I, I want you to know that I'm, I'm really sorry for letting you down. You know, here, before, with the magic going all high, and me going all ee, and everything getting all rrr. Babe 2, Pig in the City was really underrated. I'll think about Babe. All right. You're Conan. You're the destroyer. It's kill or be killed. That'll do, Pig! <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. It's just the two of us this time. Yeah. It's, uh, Never Let Me Go, that was a movie, huh? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I saw that movie. Okay. So. It feels like forever I was watching these and thinking the last one we watched was Conversations with Dead People? Mm-hmm. It's only been two weeks, right? I think so. We're on schedule? But that just... Yeah. I don't know, I had a weird, like, what? <laughs> seems so long ago. <laughs> it doesn't seem that long. I think you're getting sick. I think, like, <laughs> your whole space-time continuum is messing with you. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem that long to me. The typical two weeks. Hmm. Weirdness. Because we had some angels in between. so. But just one, like normal. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like we did a couple angel episodes like we have in the past. So I don't know what my deal is. Oh well. Oh well, you got a deal going on. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, should we just get into it? Yeah, let's do cat script. All right, we got a cat script, and. She says, Hello, ladies. Last night I listened to the latest episode of Cat's Crypt on your podcast and realized that I did not make any mention of Restless. <laughs> I have no explanation other than that assignment was a complete debacle. <laughs> I had gone out of town on the weekend. I planned to watch the assignment and didn't have nearly enough TV time to do it. Yet, when I got home, I had forgotten that I hadn't finished it. As I was attempting to make sense of the sparse notes I had taken in two different notebooks and a hotel notepad, I realized what I had done, but I did finish Angel Season 1, and I will and need to pull my act together and progress through these shows at a much quicker rate than I could during the Season 4 and Season 1 slumps. <laughs> I have to say and admit that they were rough times for me. It's rough times for all of us, Kat. Yep. 
I discovered a couple new shows that totally stole my attention, and I was actively choosing them over Buffy and Angel. So I hope that season five of Buffy is just super engrossing so that I will enjoy it and want to watch it instead of looking for excuses not to watch any, not to watch or diverting my attention elsewhere. Same goes for season two of Angel. I think think, it will. I do, too. And chances are much better that these will more than I I'm if she listened to the podcast, she knew that we were just like power through these. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And I think we even gave you a round of applause for finishing them. So, Cat gets. Oh, I think we gave Cat a round of applause too last time. Mm hmm. <clears throat> no, I think season five will. will grab her attention. She'll want to power through. And even season two of Angel's got some good goodness to it. Yeah, but like we've told her before, if you want to just put Angel aside. Right. And just watch the Buffies so that we can all watch the last one together. You know, put Angel aside for a little while. It's no big whoop. <laughs> well, let's see if they both grab her. Because she could probably do both if she, they do grab her. Probably. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Buffy is more important. Huh? Yes. She says, for Restless, it was a fun episode. I liked all the dreams. They were very dreamlike. They did a good job with that. It was a little strange for a season ender, but that's okay. Hearing your discussion with Carol about it, I hope I was paying enough attention to later be able to pick up on what was being foreshadowed in these dreams. I think I've talked about it when they happen, so don't Mm -hmm. worry too much. Yep. As for last couple episodes of Angel, don't really remember. Whatever. Let's move on to Buffy season five. (laughs) I don't remember either. I still couldn't remember, remember? (laughs) It's okay, Kat. (laughs) Don't feel bad. No, no one remembers or cares much. No one's going to be like, what? (laughs) I want details. Uh, Whatever. Let's move on to Buffy Season 5. Buffy versus Dracula. I like this one quite a bit. I like the idea of Buffy meeting Dracula, and her reaction was hilarious. Get out. That was great. (laughs) And Xander was so funny making fun of his accent. (laughs) Yeah. As for Dracula himself, he didn't quite hit the mark for me. He was okay, though. And I was right. Dawn is Buffy's sister, but they offer no explanation. (laughs) I'm sure they will in time. They have to, right? (laughs) (laughs) At this time, they've led us to believe that Buffy was an only child. An introduction of a new character after four seasons. That's a sister is just kind of weird. They must have a reason, and I hope the payoff is compensatory. Compensatory. Because I feel myself treading dangerously close to jumper territory. (laughs) (laughs) I felt that way too, Kat. But the explanation they give is satisfactory. Or compensatory. Um... Did, are those? Is she referring to the two types of like Buffy fans, or is one of them jumpers? Yeah, loyalists and jumpers. Okay. Yeah, maybe that's what she means. So I think she's heard you talk about that before. So okay. she's using that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You're getting you're getting into jumper territory. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> You'll be picking a side soon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're going to have a little rumble, perhaps. Because, <laughs> spoiler alert, your sisters are loyalists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sharks and the Jets. Yep. She'll be the sharks. We'll be the Jets. <laughs> Jumpers, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think I I know I think Cat will be a loyalist. I think I think she'll be okay with it. I don't know. I'd like to think she would be, as long as she can just remember that this is like a fantasy Joss Whedon show. You know, I think she'll be okay. Right. So. Season five will be probably the one that defines it or not. I so, think so. We'll be interested to see what happens. <laughs> um, the real me. I am liking Harmony now. I didn't like her in high school, and I didn't like her in relationship with Spike. But I do like her on her own, ruling over this funny band of minions. <laughs> the replacement. Two Xanders. Awesome. But they weren't really that fun until the end when they were like best buddies. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's when my montage came Yes. <laughs> I wanted more. <laughs> I think, um, I think the mess up Xander was fun throughout. Mm-hmm. As he got like more and more dirty and troubled. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, that was fun, and it it was fun all throughout. But she's right, you know, it's not really really fun until the end when they get along, Absolutely. when they're best friends. Yes, <laughs> and suddenly they're the shirts are the same. Yes, <laughs> so funny. <clears throat> okay, so great, and that is crazy that it was actually Nicholas Brendan's twin. I didn't know that until I listened to your podcast. Out of my mind, Buffy being grossed out by Spike tasting his own nose blood was so funny to me. <laughs> also, when he's on the operating table and Harmony tells the doctor that he can't even pick flowers anymore and Spike defends himself so ardently, <laughs> it's just hilarious. <laughs> what? Yes, I can. <laughs> yes, I love that. That's about all I remember about this one. Oh, except, was this the one with the horrid outfit? You have to know what I mean. Just awful. <laughs> Uh, is this the one that I complained about that I think is the worst? Maybe. I can't remember. What's what's the outfit? It's this um, pastel-colored halter-top sweater striped <laughs> and then, like, brown pants with circles on <laughs> That's my worst Buffy outfit ever. But I don't remember <laughs> which episode it's in. Um, she says that's about all she can muster for this assignment. Did you forget the Spike dreams that he loves Buffy? <laughs> that's important to remember. <laughs> um, that's what I remember when I hear out of my mind. I'm like, oh, that's when he has the dream. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. All right, so she says, well, that's about all I can muster for this assignment. Please tell me that my interest will be rekindled during season five. I know I've heard you say it, and I will stick with it 
with hopes it will be enough. But as for now, I have lost a plum. Cheers, Legata. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I cannot guarantee that. You may be a jumper. Maybe she will. She liked Buffy and Angel. That's true. She did. And jumpers, they're usually the Buffy Angel shippers. Oh, interesting. I don't know, Kat. It'll be interesting to see how she feels. Yeah. Huh. Well, you just made it more interesting. Yep. Challenge. (laughs) We've thrown down the gauntlet. You must finish. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Kat. Thanks, Kat. I hope for your sake you do. And if you don't enjoy it. And you feel like you are a jumper. Maybe just cool it and don't worry about watching it with us. Yeah, we don't want to force it on you. So, yeah. And we don't know, we don't need no stinking jumpers. <laughs> we, <laughs> we don't need no stinking jumpers in our group. <laughs> Bringing not us down. For our, yeah, not for our watch, because B's a jumper, too. <laughs> B's a jumper? Oh, sorry. No. B is a loyalist. Yeah, I was going to say, what? Yeah, so we can't have three loyalists and a jumper. Oh, it would get ugly. (laughs) (laughs) By the end of the episode, Catherine's all like (laughs) tied to a chair with a gag around her mouth. (laughs) Jumper be damned. very interesting though if she is that's the thing it's like yeah i want her to be whatever she's gonna be oh for sure and if it's a jumper it's a jumper you know it's not like it's gonna ruin our relationship (laughs) certainly not (laughs) so it would make for some interesting yeah cat's cribs that's for sure yep because now cat she is a completist so she will watch it right she may hate watch it after a while but yeah (laughs) we'll see <clears throat> we'll see. All right, present cat. You must. Time to say goodbye. So time to say goodbye so that we can start talking to future cat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our next feedback is from Harold. And he says In these two seasons of Buffy and Angel, the writers have decided to take an approach where they take their time to explain things to the audience. So things happen that don't make sense until three or seven episodes down the road. (laughs) Well, it does keep you guessing. Overall, I'm not a big fan of the storytelling method. I'm glad I'm not the only one that's kind of like, what? Okay. (laughs) At least now some of the pieces are coming into place. Our big bad is the first evil, which I think of as the Buffyverse version of the devil. As a big bad, the first has a lot of potential. The first can appear as any dead character, so we get to see our old favorites again, like Drusilla, and it can appear anywhere and is quite good at convincing characters into making big mistakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, this might get repetitive or stale after a while, especially since the first can't touch anything. We shall see. Hmm. Another thing being 
cleared up was confirmation of Sue's guess that we were seeing potential slayers getting hunted down in earlier episodes. Yep. Boop. Boy, you really called the slayer thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was so proud of myself when I saw <laughs> I like put on Sue Watches Buffy. I'm like, and I think it was in our first podcast for season seven. I'm like, well, Sue's like predicted the season seven. <laughs> nice. Not quite, but you did an amazing job. Guessing that those were potential slayers? And a few other things you said. You might have forgotten by now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, interesting. Um, he says, based on what we have seen so far, I wish I had gone after three first so Giles could have brought a different group over instead. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, the potential slayers are not very popular. You mean Eliza Doolittle isn't? Oh popular. my gosh, is that the worst? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. Um, I that is not an accent that exists. No, I seriously, I was like in my mind, I was like, okay, so they made her watch Mary Poppins and then had her try and Im- impersonate Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But as a girl. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so bad. And she's not the one that dies early on. <laughs> um, but she's, spoiler alert, not the most hated one. Oh, wow. Okay. He says, based on what we have seen so far. Oh, wait. Oh, wait I already read that. Okay. On the other and, hand. Well, oh. I was just going to say, he's so right. Because, um. The like Moroccan one and the the Lola one, those those chicks seem pretty cool. <laughs> they much more interesting than three whitey. <laughs> Why didn't you get those? <laughs> three whitey, one's a cockney, one's <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> yeah. One yeah. is Kennedy. Yeah. Yes, exactly. The, the not a fan of Kennedy, just so you know. The other two did seem more interesting and they like <laughs> didn't even have a line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> um, he says, on the other hand, just as some mysteries are solved, we get a few new ones. Like what happened to Giles when the harboring, harbinger was about to slice his head off. And why did the principal move and bury Jonathan while acting resigned to it? As if his job description includes body removal, maybe it does. <laughs> I agree. What? How did Giles survive? That axe thing was going right for his neck. Yeah, it was. And yeah, what is up with the principal is my question. Um, he says, once Bobby discovered that Spike was killing again, she was again faced with the same kind of decision that she had earlier in the season with Anya. I'm a little surprised that Xander didn't push harder to have Spike killed. Yeah, um, Xander was acting quite mysterious. I have that written down, too. Like, I was surprised that he's the one that came up with, like, that trigger, like, trying to make sense of it all, where he's usually like, kill Spike, kill Spike. <laughs> He was very tolerant towards Spike this whole time, and I don't know why. 
especially after the Anya selfless stuff. You'd think he'd be... Mm-hmm. Maybe since it turned out okay, he's cooled it. But, I don't know. It's weird. Yep. He says, speaking to Xander, what was with the scene with Andrew where he seemed to be blaming Anya? That was a scene where he talked about how she replaced his heart with darkness. I don't... I'm not remembering what he's what scene he's talking about. Uh, you know, I'm not either, actually. I'm guessing it's when he's being good cop. I think he's acting. I... I um I don't think he's serious about what he's telling Andrew at this point cuz I think they're doing good cop bad cop and so he's trying to act like he's on Andrew's side by saying stuff about Anya. But I don't know. Okay. I'd have to watch it again, but yeah. He might have been speaking truths. But I feel like she, he was just trying to get Andrew to buddy up to him. Right. Because he's a good cop. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to... Yeah. I don't specifically remember this, but... I don't either. <laughs> um, he says, Goodbye, Watcher's Council. I have... I've never felt that the council was properly explained or developed, and they want out as useless as they have always appeared to have been. <laughs> <laughs> the destruction of the council fits in with an anti-patriarchal theme that will be prevalent this season. Sorry for the theme spoiler, but I don't think that the Watcher's Counselor is going to come up again. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> so, no spoiler there. <laughs> yeah. uh, we do get a good lesson from these episodes, which is get your rest or else a Terracon is going to whoop your ass. <laughs> I don't know if it's just that I've heard it before, but I thought Buffy's speech at the end of the of that last episode was way too long and full of fluff. It's easy to say you are going to kill the first, but how exactly are you going to do it? Yeah, I kind of had the same thoughts. I thought, I mean, she was beat up and she was broken. And she's been beat up and broken before and then done a speech, but this one was like, she had nothing to back it up, and she usually does. Right, right. I agree. I thought she's still at too broken of a point for a speech like that. Yeah. Yeah, there should be an idea behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's something to be said for fortitude itself, but... True. It, it came off weird. I agree. It came off not quite what it should have been. All right. So thanks, Harold. Thanks, um, Harold. So our next feedback is from Bronwyn Wright, or B. She says, hey, guys. So did Buffy ever win an Emmy? Because Matt Wright did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to our brother. He won an Emmy. Yep, he won an Emmy for a farm-to-table little documentary he put together. He works for Wyoming PBS, and 
It's a farm to table episode called School Lunch. If it's on YouTube if you want to watch it. But our brother won an Emmy for videographer slash editor. Yeah, and his producer won one too for the producing. They yeah. beat out like all the big western states, Utah and Colorado and all of that. Yeah, he won the it's the Rocky Mountain Regional Regional Emmys. But it's still an Emmy. He gets the same statue that, like, Brian Cranston got when he won an Emmy for five, <laughs> yeah. you know. We're so. so proud of him. We think that's so oh, awesome. Oh, my gosh. Couldn't be prouder. It's so amazing. So, yes, we can now call our brother Emmy Award winning Matt Wright. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. It is. It's really <laughs> it's awesome. really cool. So, anyway, congratulations. Congratulations, Matt. And B. And B. Mom would be proud. She she probably wouldn't understand it, but she would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so B says, uh, Sleeper, I knew it wasn't Spike doing that crap on his own. Still weird that it bypasses the chip, but it must be, must just be part of being a brainwashed sleeper agent. It's funny that the first can only come back in the form of the dead, so Spike sees himself. <laughs> <laughs> also, I was fairly certain music was the trigger, because there was that weird harmonica player that they lingered on in the crowd scene. Oh, yeah. Um, glad he punched Xander in the face. I want to do that quite often as well. <laughs> Um, also, Andrew is amazing in this. I love in a weird, only in the Buffy verse, where some killing is funny way that Jonathan was too small and anemic to trigger the seal. <laughs> <laughs> then the so attempt funny. at pig slaughtering, I almost died. That'll do, pig. Ah! <laughs> I have that written down, too. That'll oh, do, pig. <laughs> oh, I love the babe stuff. So funny. I do, do, and you know, even though I really like Jonathan and everything, I'm kind of glad that Andrew's the one that's left. <laughs> <laughs> I he cracks me up. I've been waiting for this, because... He just cracks me up. He sticks around a while, and it just gets better. Yeah, I get the feeling he does, and I'm totally on board. Yeah, it's hard to think of the trio and Andrew, you know, like we've been talking and I'll like bring up Andrew and you guys are like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't understand, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a great character. Yep. Oh, yeah, he's great. Um, okay, she says, never leave me. A little slow, but I love how fast Andrew was at giving away the secrets. <laughs> Spike grabbing him through the wall was super awesome. Principal Wood is definitely infected by the first, but it can't infect real people. So is he some manifestation of it? Did the original principal die? Don could not be more awkward. <laughs> 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 is the first just triggering Spike somehow, or is there some ability to possess a dead body? I think it's just a trigger, but why aren't other people able to be manipulated like he is? Has it been with him since he got back to Sunnydale? All good questions, B. <laughs> yep. You, <laughs> you worded them better than me. All my notes are like, what? 
What's going on? What? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then she has amends. So for those who aren't on the Yes Mother Facebook page, Emily sent me and B a message saying once we watched Never Leave Me, she had another assignment, and that assignment was to watch Amends. Mm-hmm. Which I watched, but I didn't take any notes, but B did. That's okay. You didn't need to take notes. I just wanted you to re-familiarize yourself with the first. Yeah, that was a good idea. I'm glad that I'm glad that you did. Okay. Um, but B says for Amends, some things I have to remark on. Contains my favorite Oz Willow scene of all time. I adore his forgiveness, her asking if they should hug. That hug, her trying to oh so awkwardly seduce him, <laughs> and her, him turning it down for all the right reasons. I love that we see then snuggling in bed with her in comfy jammies later. <laughs> I love Willow. <laughs> it was fun to go back. Yeah, it was. Um, she says, I'm a bigger fan of the Willow-Oz relationship than Willow-Tara. I'm a fan of Baby Bangs, but I think they were a little strange on Buffy. Mm-hmm. Was Angel cold this entire time? David Boreanaz played him like he was shivering the entire time. Way too moody, and his hair was even more stupid than it is on Angel. <laughs> 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 and I like when Giles goes back into the house to grab the crossbow. Oh, that's a yeah. good moment. There were certain moments in that episode that I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah. That, the crossbow one was definitely one of them. And I remembered, like... Oh, man, it just reminds me why I don't like Angel on Puffy. He's just annoying. Oh, like within about 30 seconds of those two together, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I like the rage starts. (laughs) Yes, I almost totally forgot like how awesome I think he is on Angel. I was just like, I hate this guy. And the snow at the end is just so stupid, and Emily and I have talked about that before, but so I won't say anything again, but nope. (laughs) 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 Yep. But yeah, Giles with the crossbow, that was great. And the Oz and Willow, it was fun to see Oz. They're just so young. It's so weird to see them all so young. I know, and I do, I I know I got a little wary of them in season four, but like season three, Oz and Willow is, I do like their relationship better than Willow and Tara. Uh, don't kill me, anybody. <laughs> but yeah. I think it's okay to say that you like one relationship <laughs> over another. <laughs> I know, but the Willow-Tara people are so, love it so much. I know, but. And it is a good romance, it is. But I don't know. Oz Oz was really cute with Willow. I prefer Oz just because I have been a Seth Green fan since. Right. I don't know. What's that Woody Allen movie he's in? Radio Radio Days? He's like seven years old. (laughs) (laughs) He plays a young Woody Allen. (laughs) No way. How have I not seen this? Yeah, I think it's called Radio Days. That sounds familiar. Yeah, and it's Seth Green. He's like seven or eight years old, and it's it's based on Woody Allen as a kid listening to the radio. Wow, i got to check that out. Oh, it's great. It's great. And I've just been a Seth Green fan ever since I saw that movie. 
And every time oh. I every time I'd see him, I'd be like, "That's the kid from Radio Days." <laughs> so funny. <laughs> there is just something about Oz. His character is just so unique and so Seth Green and so great. Yeah, yeah, it's very Seth Green. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, okay. Anywho, all right. Um, but I did like Tara and Willow too. Yes, just I think a, everyone knows we did. A piece though. Okay. <laughs> R.I.P. Tara. <laughs> now I'm going to have Tara. Um, uh, bring on the night. This caveman vampire thing is too tough. Gonna get its butt kicked one of these days. The spike torture scenes with Drusilla are so great. Drew, love, get bent. <laughs> <laughs> Drew was perfect as usual. If he didn't break when Glory was torturing him and he didn't have a soul. There's no way that he's going to bend now. I love that Buffy believes in him, and that's keeping him going. Yes. Mm-hmm. The new Slayers are quite annoying, but the most annoying one is dead now, so that's okay. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Mark my words, B. You're going to change your tune real quick. <laughs> I thought the one that died was, like, the least annoying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Giles is dead. It's too coincidental that the Watchers Council, who were about to get off their asses, blew up after his burglary, burglary and he has been urging Buffy to rest, which is what the first wants. And he hasn't been helping Willow, who could be one of their biggest assets, practice magic safely. Plus, that Slayer in training was carrying the books, and that axe was six inches from his head. <laughs> Even Giles can't react that fast. Buffy's speech at the end was awesome. I love that they kick her butt and bring her back every time. Go season seven. <laughs> <laughs> also, is it sounding like if they defeat the first evil, there may not be a need for quite as much Slayer power in the world? Maybe the Beast and Connor, he's evil, right? Will just all of a sudden disappear. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm confused. Why does she think Giles is dead? Don't we see him after? You see him, um, but I mean, he. What brings... if he's dead and is uh, the first? Uh, okay, that's what she's saying. She's come up with a little theory. Oh, okay. So I'm like, did we watch two different episodes? <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> I'm pretty sure Giles is the one that brought the three. Um, Well, did Giles or did the first Giles? I gotcha. It's all confusing now. I see. So we can't trust anybody now. Um, Nope, we can't. Huh. That didn't even occur to me. Sue's like, Working her little wheels. <laughs> I know, I know. It's like if I'm silent for a moment, please excuse me. Bear with me. That didn't even that didn't even occur to me. <clears throat> I just figured Giles survived that. How somehow Rick survived the RV. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Well. <laughs> I'm going with it with Giles. Sue's mind is blown. <laughs> I know, it really. Way to go, B. 
think it's so cool now that your husband's an Emmy Award winner. You can come up with all these theories. <laughs> <laughs> you should rewatch it, see if you see him touch anything or anybody. Yeah, because that didn't even... I just figured it all happened off camera and he turned around real quick and caught the axe or something. So, huh, okay. Maybe he did. Didn't even occur to me. I think I will go back and watch it. Because mm-hmm. I would have a lot more questions than I do now, I guess. <laughs> you want to stop the recording? No. <laughs> Let me go watch. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, so B says, Babes, Xander getting punched in the face. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> that Spike didn't turn evil of his own accord. Buffy's rallying speech. The Watcher Council getting trashed. <laughs> the one bite stand line, so dumb, and it totally worked on me. Buffy is the best show ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that line did not work for me. <laughs> it works for me now that it works so much for me. <laughs> Makes me like it more. <laughs> I went with like a more Catherine, like cat stance where that was so contrived like they came up with that line and then had to create a scene for <laughs> right. someone to say it <laughs> um, non-faves Giles might be dead Spike needs to do Spike needs to not be tortured anymore and Spike's lack of eyeliner <laughs> I know soul Spike can't wear eyeliner once in a while <laughs> what is this crap <laughs> Uh, she says, that's all for now. Lots of sticky Lucy kisses for you both. Well, oh, thanks, Sticky Bea. Lucy kisses. Thanks, Lucy. All right. Well, thanks, B. Thanks for blowing my mind for a minute there. <laughs> Bring out the possibility that John might be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, it takes me a while. <sighs> I mean, I knew that the first was, like, only inhabiting dead people. Mm-hmm. Hey, some people come up Wait. with the theory, some people don't. But he inhabited Buffy. Buffy died. That's so that, confusing, but that counts. It counted that she oh. died. Okay. It doesn't seem like it should count. It doesn't, and I have that kind of thought she's myself. Alive. She's alive. She's not like a vampire. But I guess it did change her molecular whatever. Right. <clears throat> Spike can't hurt her. Or yeah, can hurt her. Can hurt her. Yeah, I just wasn't going there in my mind yet. You like know. I said, some people catch it or come up with that theory, some don't. Yeah. Huh. All right, you got one over on me? <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> Bravo, show. <laughs> no, I'm okay with not catching it. <laughs> I'm not going to catch everything. I got that those were the first layers. Or you did. You, you got yourself some points got in a, the got a little point positive there. category. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Because not a lot of people do that. Ha! All right. So there's All something right. from Ray. 
Yeah, on Sue Watches Buffy, we got some stuff from Ray. Um, I'm not rewatching these episodes, but I wanted to give some general thoughts about these and season seven in general. For me, season seven is very up and down. There are a lot of things that I don't like about the season and some episodes that I don't really care all that much for. I haven't commented on the first seven of the season leading up to this group, but in general, I think this is a really strong opening couple of episodes. There's a lot of intrigue with the From Beneath You It Devours prophecy and trying to figure out what is going on with the big bad. And for me, it peaks with conversations with dead people, which is fantastic. But these episodes is where the season starts to slip for me a little bit. Um, I'm not a big fan of Spike being controlled by the first. I'm not really sure why. I think I just like Spike best when he's Spike rather than being controlled and tied up. I agree. Agreed. Agreed. Sleeper confused the crap out of me the first time I saw it. And even after seeing season seven twice now, I don't really understand everything about it. As for Never Leave Me, a couple of specific things I love. The Anya and Xander interrogation of Andrew. Andrew, so funny. But I don't buy for a second that Xander was just able to figure out the thing about Spike's trigger that easily. (laughs) Boy, that was a plot contrivance. (laughs) (laughs) Lastly, I love seeing Willow and Jonathan come face to face after she hunted him and the rest of the trio last year. I don't know how she kept her cool after Andrew brought up Tara and then tried to say that they were even because she killed Warren. (laughs) Does not make them even. (laughs) Bring on the Night is another just okay episode for me. I liked when Willow gets possessed. That part is cool and kind of scary. And I'm glad to see Giles return. It's never a bad thing to see Giles. And we get the reveal of the potential Slayers. I'll have more to say about them later, but I will just leave it at that for now. Overall, I don't find these episodes bad, really, but just nothing to write home about. They are all just sort of average in my book. Some good stuff and some stuff that feels like filler. Yeah, that's a good sum up. They're that is. The that's, average. Yeah, that's kind of how I was feeling. I was... I kept expecting them to get better. And then when they were all done, I was like, hmm. Hmm. All right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of... By big fan, I'm not a fan of the Spike sleeper agent thing. Um, no, I don't like this at all. I like the idea of the Slayers, the potential Slayers. Um, I like where it's going. I may not like them individually very much, uh-huh. but I'm on board with that idea. I'm on board with the idea. I'm not too impressed so far. And I don't like Spike and this sleeper Spike thing. I don't. I like I like strong, insulting, sarcastic Spike. Yeah. This we is. <laughs> yeah. So I hope that comes back. Because I think it's sweet when he wants Buffy's help and he's a little bit vulnerable. But. All in all, I prefer I prefer Old Spike. I like it. I just don't... I don't know. I just don't think it was a really great plot line. And I don't mind Vulnerable Spike. I do like the other Spike. But... He's different now. Yeah. I'm not saying we don't get 
more sarcastic Spike. And yeah, you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get something into Mama Bear bed? Do I get the mama bear love seat? <laughs> or lazy boy. <laughs> I do have a note about your mama bear bed somewhere in here. <laughs> so we'll get that. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks for the feedback, everybody. All right, sleep. Okay, well, we have, uh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, these are going to be tough. And I updated my spreadsheet a couple days ago and printed it. I have the printout right here. Oh, good. Now I can just write in because there's not very many <laughs> open slots. <laughs> <laughs> well, just find a little spot close together. You've got numbers. 15, 16, and 18. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Why do I even bother guessing? <laughs> in your order and see if you're right. Okay. Well, I think my order would be... I think I would put Never Leave Me as 15, Sleeper as 16, and Bring On the Night as 18. <laughs> <laughs> probably like completely off right oh you got never leave me right never leave me is 15 bring on the night 16 and sleepers 18 sleepers 18 okay and sleeper is rank number 110 wow okay we're all in the 100s 110 103 and 106 you're you know you're <laughs> you're not far off <laughs> <laughs> the way you feel about them. <laughs> and, you know, it comes after such a high with conversations with dead people. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a game-changing episode, and then the game change is kind of... Right. Right. But I do love this season. And there's stuff I've loved for, you know, it's... It's fine. We're in a little lull. I think it gets better. Some people don't like it, though. Yeah, well, just looking at, like, my ranking spreadsheet, we still have four through eight of the season to get to. We still have a top ten of the series. We have... Yeah. Like four in the top sixty, so I mean, there's gonna be there's gonna be some good ones. I I get it. <laughs> <laughs> like statistically, looking at my rankings, <laughs> there there has to be some better ones. <laughs> so okay. Um. Yeah, I just for these three, I don't have a whole lot of notes either. Like, my first note for Sleeper is England. Who is that? A council guy? <laughs> <laughs> and then I have, I think Don's cut was a lot worse last episode. <laughs> like, the cut on her cheek. Mm. 
I swear, in Conversations with Dead People, it was a pretty gnarly cut. And in here, it looks like a kitty scratch. Yeah. <laughs> so, whatever continuity person. Then I have Sunnydale sure seems busy tonight. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I wrote, that is so many people. What in the world is going on? A street party? I know. <laughs> it was like a street fair. <laughs> That could not be a normal night. Um, I'm wondering. So remember, I brought up that he had like a pegboard tools in his living room. Oh yes. Did you see it this time? <laughs> no, I forgot to look. <laughs> it's in a frame. It's like a work of art, and that just—that's so dumb. I'm—I'm I'm insulted. Okay, okay, okay. So now I know what you're talking about. I was looking for, like, a pegboard that you'd have in your garage. But it is just kind of like a smaller in a frame. Yeah. With, like, a... Okay. But it's pretty big. And there's, like, painted white tools on it. Yeah. It I... just seemed so, like, well, what would Xander have up in his apartment? He, he likes... He's a worker, so he likes tools. So he would want that in his living room as art. Like, I'm insulted me, for you, sir. Speak as a construction worker's wife. He does not want tools hanging up on his walls in his house. No. <laughs> it just, I don't know. He has other interests. Yes. It seemed so lazy and stupid. Yeah. I was not happy with it. Okay, because when you said pegboard, I was like picturing kind of like what we have, like a pegboard area of the garage that has like hooks with like shovels and... <laughs> well, that's it, but they're smaller tools. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is what it is. <laughs> when I saw it, it didn't occur to me that that's what you were talking <laughs> oh. about, because it looked like an art piece. Well, the first time I saw it, I only got a really short glance of it. So when I saw it this time, I was like, oh, it's an art piece. Oh. <laughs> I liked it better when he just lived in an apartment and needed a pegboard of tools because he tools. doesn't have a garage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yeah. speaking of being insulted for someone, how come Holden isn't basement worthy? <laughs> He knows jujitsu. <laughs> How come Holden was turned into a vampire and buried in the cemetery when everyone else was in the basement? You know, I was wondering that myself. I... What's going on, Sleeper Spike? What caused that decision? Yeah, I was wondering that because it wasn't just women that were down in the basement. There were male vampires too and that's when I thought of it I was like well how come Holden was in the mm -hmm. I was like maybe his parents found him dead and buried him <laughs> you know yeah yeah I yeah maybe I agree um <laughs> or maybe going well maybe I don't know, maybe Sleeper Spike knew that Buffy knew him somehow and purposely did that. Like, I don't know, purposely had her come across him so that she she could find out that Spike sired him. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. That makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> I don't know That's how... That's like something the first would do. 
I don't know how he would know that Buffy and him went to school together unless he just knows all. I feel like the first knows all. So. And you know how he, like, came in the form of Buffy when right. he was biting that girl and kind of egged him on? Probably right. did that. No, so. I like that. That makes me happy. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> we got an answer. I liked Anya going into Spike um, <laughs> Spike's room. Oh, and we didn't talk about Buffy going into Spike's room and that whole conversation. That's kind of at the beginning, that's not. Um, I don't yeah. know. Cause my next note is who is possessing them all? Spike does have a twin who can possess people. <laughs> yeah, you're at the crowd. Yeah. And then my next note is Buffy is being really hard on Spike. So I think that's her in his room. Because it just, it bothered me because she, she now knows that Dawn saw her mom and Willow saw Tara or someone talking about Tara, you know. They're Willow... making them very slow to put this all together. Yeah, but Willow flat out tells her. She's like, this is someone who knows us, you know. Right. Right. And it's doing this on purpose. And so you see Buffy kind of get the realization, oh, maybe that's what's going on with Spike. But then when she sees Spike, she's just all up in his grill. <laughs> Are you talking about when she, like, kicks him out of bed? Oh, that's after... They have a couple conversations in his room. Well, the first conversation is when she is at Xander's and Spike comes home. And she's like, he's like, so are you out patrolling? And she's like, yeah. Okay. So that wasn't in his room. That was okay. like in Xander's living room. And she tells him his name and is like looking at his reactions. Right, right. Okay. And then, and then she fall. She has Anya. Then she has Anya watch him, and that's when Anya like sneaks in to look through his pockets and stuff, and then right. pretend that she's there to have sex. <laughs> and then there's a scene where Buffy like kicks him out of bed, and that's the one I wrote down. I think she's just being kind of hard on him. I talked to her is all. Really? Looked like more than talking to me. Well, I certainly didn't offer. Where are you getting this? You know I can't. Right. The chip. No, not the chip. Not the chip, damn it. You honestly think I go to the end of the underworld and back to get my soul and then... Buffy, I can barely live with what I did. It haunts me. All of it. If you think that I would add to the body count now, you are crazy. So what, you just troll the promenade looking for drunk co-eds because you're hungry for a conversation? Oh, is that what this is? Right. What? You're jealous. Don't play games. Not now. Yeah, you saw me chatting up another bird. You give me the idea, somebody else. Touched a nerve, didn't it? Don't flatter yourself. It burns, huh? But you can't admit it, so you trump up some charge about me being back on the juice. This vampire I killed told me... Told you what? That I go out? Yeah, I talk to people. Women. 
talk to them because I can't talk to you. Oh, Spike, save it. I've staffed a notion and soulful Spike the killer is. It is nothing compared to the idea that another girl can mean anything to me. This chip, they did to me. I couldn't help it. But the soul I got on my own. For you. I know. So, yeah, I go and pass the time with someone but that's all it is is time it's got to help me buffy it's still all about you because she seems to suspect that whatever's controlling whatever like willow and don both saw could be what's controlling spike as well but she just doesn't i don't know she just seemed kind of mean and hard on him yeah i liked i like the stuff he said though just kind of like, I like that. No, not the chip. Damn it! Yes. <laughs> Do I have to say this again. <laughs> right, because she's mad at him because she had seen him talk to the girl, and that's all he remembers. He's like, I just talked to her. You know? Right. Okay. But I don't know. She seemed, for someone who might be suspecting that something's controlling him, I don't know. She just seemed kind of bitchy to him. Yeah. And then my next note is a one bite stand, really? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, how did she get dusted? Didn't she just fall off the balcony? No, he. You see him stick the stake in her, and it makes her fall off the balcony, and it takes her a minute to dust. Oh, uh, okay. Which the song? Now that's Amy Mann singing. Yeah, I thought that was. And the song she's singing is called Pavlov's Bell, which is kind of what's going on with Spike-ish. <laughs> oh, okay. The song doesn't seem to be much about it, but, you know, Pavlov. It's a little Pavlov-y. <laughs> what's going on with him? <laughs> a little bit. Oh, and she she's the only musical guest that ever... Um, oh, well, she's the only one that ever has an actual line. Mm-hmm. And also, she's the only, like, citizen that's not a Scooby or whatever that just kind of breezily admits that vampires are real. <laughs> yeah, because she says, like, I hate playing these vampire towns or something. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. That's that's funny that that's Amy Mann because like when I was watching her I was like she looked so familiar and I remember my brain like thinking Amy Mann and then my brain going no nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah nah it's not her brain shh yeah I, I no. shushed Shush. Amy Mann right out because I was, nope. Now, for the last season, they're getting a few bigger acts than they've ever gotten. Yeah, we just had the breeders. The breeders last time, and now Amy Man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I still wasn't getting it at this point. I'm like, wait, so there's two spikes? I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, it's. And then it's I have oh, it's first a... time around. <laughs> then I'm like, oh, it's an imaginary spike. Still confused. <laughs> It's pretty hard first time around. Oh, I'm glad, because I was really 
paying attention. But I do like the fighting on the balcony of the bronze with the music playing and stuff. I kind of like that scene. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I like Buffy's fighting in the basement. I have a nice triple kill. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. When <laughs> she trips them all and then just stab, stab, stab. <laughs> it was <Yep>. so great. <laughs> and I love the old lady vamp. That's <laughs> when she's like, sorry, ma'am. <laughs> yes. he, he's like, he talks, I killed these people and I think I killed the lady that lives here. <laughs> She, she's obviously like the old lady that just lives there that yeah. he didn't choose as one as his army. Right. It just kind of happened that way. And she's just slow. Ooh, what? <laughs> Sorry, ma'am. It's my job. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, and here, here's our uh, Porter's bike. I make it his mama bear's bed all to himself right oh, now. Oh, <laughs> I know. Moving his jacket to get staked. Yes. Yes. Just and he's kill so me. confused. He's, yeah. he's had a rough time. He has. I mean, he knows he's having these memories and it doesn't make any sense because it's like he said to Buffy, why would I go get my soul? He's like, right. I, I can hardly live with myself with what I did in the past. Why would I do this? Yeah, I'm that's not going to be I'm adding like. to the body count. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm like. Buffy's being so hard on him because he's making so much sense right there, you know? I mean, not only does she already have kind of an inkling that maybe something's controlling him, but he's also making so much sense. Why would he do that? Just another nail in the spike doesn't get any respect. Yeah. Mama it's... Bear, roar! I know. <laughs> so I'm like, he gets Mama Bear's bit. I'll do himself. <laughs> <laughs> the others have to move to the bug beds in the basement. <laughs> so Spike gets the nice bed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then my last note is, Giles, sweet. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so. And there's parts about a sleeper I do like. Going over it again, I'm like, wait a minute. I was just thinking that. Like, I like the episode. This. I don't like the <laughs> like plot line. This, this wasn't, yeah. I think my problem with it, it's not that I didn't like these episodes. I think I am just a little confused about what exactly is going on here. Yeah, one of the reasons I wanted you to refamiliarize yourself with what you knew about the first with amends, and I don't know it. Which I'm glad you did because I never would have remembered any of that. <laughs> the guys, the guys looked familiar with like the weird, like blind eyes or whatever. Yeah, they're like runes in their eyes instead. Right, right. I knew I had seen them before, but to like. Remember, like, exactly the first and stuff? I wouldn't have remembered that. Mm. So, I am glad I watched that again. But I'm still, I don't know. It just seems like they're building up to something, and it's just a lot of stuff going on. It and, is. 
And none of them seem to know what's going on, so that adds to the confusion, too, because none of them are explaining it to me. <laughs> Where's Willow that knows everything, or Giles? Where's Willow and Giles? <laughs> Do you want to go on to Never Leaving? Sure. Number 103 of the series. And this one was 15? Yeah. Yeah, this one's fun. This one's heavy on the Andrew. Mm-hmm. And the... I like how they both have a a person tied up and they kind of... How's your guy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> my first note is the Andrew coat. Can I just walk around a while in my coat? <laughs> he loves his new coat. Looks <laughs> like he's trying to emulate Spike a little bit. But I guess he's... It's Neuro from The Matrix, which makes more Neo, sense. Neo, yeah. Neo, is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> Neuro? <laughs> I like how reassuring the first Jonathan is. <laughs> no, it didn't hurt at all. It was like a sting. <laughs> I know, I know. By some burning and then followed by some nausea. <laughs> It's the first just trying to make it sound so great. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'm happy here. <laughs> in the uh, in the blood, he didn't have enough blood because he's living anemic. <laughs> I know that's that's my next note. It didn't work because Jonathan didn't have enough blood. That's hilarious. <laughs> that makes me laugh. My next note is your little sister tells your boss you're not <laughs> showing up for work. No. Nope. know. <laughs> we had a chef at a Riverside that would have his mom call in when he was sick and it'd make Peter so mad. Oh, my gosh. like a pansy. Although I don't believe he used the term pansy. <laughs> <clears throat> it's just so funny. Yeah, in our employee handbook at my work, that's... It's like specifically, you can only someone can call in your place if like a you're in the hospital for some sort of emergency, yes, you know, or b like you just have total laryngitis and I cannot speak, you know. <laughs> right. Other than that, my husband cannot call my work and say like it's not coming in today. Oh, it's so dumb. Oh, it's ridiculous. And it it just seemed really weird to have the sister that's going to high school just pop in. Yeah, Buffy's not going to make it today. Yeah. And, of course, she got way too descriptive, descriptive yes. No, to be funny. Was, but... No, it wasn't funny. It was dumb. Mm-hmm. Too much. Too much about the vomit. Yes. My next note is, I thought Giles was in a Watcher's Council meeting when Willow called him. Because the council, so they have this scene with the council, and they're acting like they haven't seen Giles forever, and they need to find him. But, like, when Willow gets back from England, and was it the same time, same place, where they can't see her? Mm-hmm. She calls Giles, and, like, the secretary or whoever she talks to says he's in a council meeting all day. Well, I don't know how much time has passed. It's probably been a while. And they're being cagey. Um, I'll tell you, he was not around the council. He's traveling all over 
looking for Slayer. And that's how he rounded up those three. Oh. So he is on the road. He was on the road. And I think the guy he ran into was not like a council member in England. He was like a watcher. I think. I think he was a watcher. Oh, okay. I think he's probably one of the watchers that, for one of the slayers that he took back. I got that idea. That yeah, that, yeah, he was a watcher of one of those three. Or, yeah, yeah. But they're also just—they're not telling Buffy, like she doesn't know anything. But right before they get blown up in you know Joss Whedon fashion, they were. Sounds like they were gonna head off and help Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time in years, instead <laughs> yeah. of like. Let's go visit Buffy and put her through some tests. Right. <laughs> they were actually going to go help. And boom, gone. Yeah, okay. I think he was referring to she knows nothing. She doesn't know that Giles is out looking for slayers. That she doesn't know that that's a thing. Oh, Okay. I just picked up on, I was like, they're acting like they just haven't seen Giles forever and they have nothing to do with him. And I'm like, Willow called and he was in a council meeting, so that's bullcrap. He's been with them fairly recently. Well, the council's been full of bullcrap before. (laughs) (laughs) I hate him. It is such a cool concept. (laughs) It's such a cool concept. There could have been, there's potential. Yeah. There was potential with the council, and it's I, totally true. It was always Harold's right. It was always badly served. Yes, yes. It never made sense. It just no, it didn't. And I remember being kind of excited hearing that they existed in the beginning and going, "Oh, this should be interesting." And it's not. Yeah, just the whole you know argument we've always had. It's like Buffy and Giles should be the rock stars. They should be the center of everything you guys do. Yep. Yet they are not. They're... Buffy should not be having any money problems whatsoever. No. Yeah. So, anyway. Okay. My next note is, that'll do, pig. It <laughs> 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 was such a cute little pig. <laughs> I know. It, it, it totally looked like babe. It did. <laughs> <laughs> then I have the butcher called him Neo. <laughs> <laughs> I like the little, like, uh, the wiki compared it to American Graffiti, trying to buy the alcohol where you just come up. And it happened, it's happened a lot in history with, like, trying to buy condoms. I want to get this, this, this. (laughs) And trying to sneak in something embarrassing. (laughs) The Simpsons do that. Yes. Yes. Homer buys all sorts Yes. When he comes home, Marge is like, I don't know what you've got planned, but count me out. (laughs) It's like fireworks, porn, (laughs) ice cream. (laughs) Don't know what you've got planned, but count me out. Cam does that all the time. Like, I'll be writing a grocery list and he'll look at it and go, I don't know what you got planned for tonight, but count me out. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, that was kind of a funny scene in The Butcher where he's like, 12 pork chops. Yeah. Halibut. <laughs> Seven quarts of pig's blood. <laughs> <laughs> and some toothpaste. <laughs> My next note is I don't need to see Buffy read Spike with a bag of blood ever again. <laughs> Season four, she's feeding him out of that Kiss the Librarian mug. Oh, yeah. She has that really good, disgusted look on her face, and this time she just kind of seemed like she was doing her duty and standing by her man a little bit. But it was like, put it in a glass! I know, it was so, I know, it was like... <laughs> Cordy puts it a little, in a glass with a little sprinkle of cinnamon. Little cinnamon. <laughs> Spike would totally love that. Sprinkle some Weetabix in there. Do it right. <laughs> it was just so gross. It looked like he was just like sucking on like an udder. Yeah. You know. It was just so <laughs> gross. <It> was gross. <laughs> and seemed like it could potentially be very messy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just noticed. I was really hoping Spike was going to mention the bugs when he was telling Buffy about getting No. We're like fixated on these bugs. I know you have no idea. Are these bugs on me? <laughs> I do like Spike's moment of honesty and clarity. Just kind of calling Buffy out, but just kind of in a non-accusatory way, just I get it. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what you were doing. And I get it. And it sucks. <laughs> what does he say that makes her say, how can you say that to me? I just thought, <sighs> no. <laughs> you don't get to say that. Shoot, I can't remember, but I know what you're talking about. It didn't seem warranted. No, it didn't. It uh, might I, have I just been you used me. Well, I don't know. Was it? You know what? I think it was. I uh-huh. think. Yeah, I think it was something about that, about her using him. But I think she nods when he says she 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 accepts that she did there. We should have a script. I've never looked at a script before ever, but yeah. It seems like at that point she does acknowledge, and then it was something else, something that surprised me. And I'm like, that's not the proper reaction to what he said. Don't know. Yeah, shoot, I don't remember. But I do like that moment of clarity and honesty. Mm hmm. And the whole, I saw. Saw a guy about a girl. <laughs> Cute. It was adorable. Maybe I will insert all that in there here. Yeah, there you go. Find it and throw it in, and then we don't sound so stupid. When did your chip stop working? 
wasn't where they had, you know. Not till now. And the losing time? How long has that been going on? Oh, things have been wonky for me ever since I got back, ever since... You got your soul. I figured that's what it was like. Been so long since I had one. How did you do it? How'd you get your soul back? Saw a man about a girl. I went to seek a legend out. Traveled to the other side of the world, made a deal with a demon. Just like that? No, not just like that. There was a price. There were trials. Torture. Pain. Suffering. Of sorts. Of sorts? Well, it's all relative, isn't it? Meaning? Meaning I have come to redefine the words pain and suffering since I fell in love with you. How can you say that? Apparently I just slotted out for Sunnydale, pet. I'm not really worried about being polite anymore. So that's what this is about. You're feeling sorry for yourself, Spike? Feeling honest with myself. You used me. Yes. You told me that, of course. Never understood it, though. Not till now. You hated yourself. And you took it out on me. You figured that out just now? Soul's not all about moonbeams and penny whistles, love. It's about self-loathing. I get it. I had to travel around the world, but I understand you now. I understand the violence inside. Violence? William the Bloody now has insight into violence? Not the same. As bad as I was, as evil and as wretched as I was, I never truly hated myself back then. Not like I do now. Like, yes, I liked it too when he said that. Okay, insert here and then be like, oh, yeah, okay, that's. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, that was really cool. And (laughs) what she said. My next note is why does Anya have a buck on her shirt? (laughs) A buck? Like an elk, like a buck. Yeah, that was a weird shirt. She's had some. She had another weird shirt on. That black and white thing was kind of cool, but it was kind of weird. I thought it was kind of a cute shirt. I like the black and white one. Yeah. I was wondering, how do you possibly launder that? Yes. Because it looked like... Applique or something. It looked like that fabric, like, not glue, but I don't know. It seems like it had just been, like, put on there. Like, put on there. Right. And I'm like, not sure what the black stuff was made out of. Yeah, like someone went to Michael's and bought this black yeah. <laughs> stuff and did a design on the shirt. And how do you possibly watch that? Yeah, she just, she had two episodes in a row where she wore a shirt that distracted me a lot. <laughs> I thought way too much about her shirts. <laughs> yeah, I thought the buck was kind of weird. 
Oh, and the cherry one. I thought a lot about that one, too. Oh, yeah, that one was kind of weird, too. It's kind of cute, but kind of weird. Yep. Anya's making some weird choices. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I did like it when she said, maybe it's another musical. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then she goes, trigger the horse. <laughs> And then I have, it's very interesting, as Anders, the one that comes up with the trigger theory. I thought he would agree that Spike is evil, and that's that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, usually Spike is, or Xander is just so narrow-minded when it comes to, like, Spike and his evil ways. So, it was weird for him to be like, well, maybe this is happening, you know? Yeah, and there's a time where... Anya and Don are kind of bad-talking Spike, and Xander's like, leave me out of this, I'm just fixing the window. Yes. That's that right. was weird. That's it's right. like, having him for a roommate for the second time is like, gave him compassion? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But it does, it seems a little out of character. Yeah. Maybe Xander. It's Xander the first. Maybe he died off screen. <laughs> is this dead Xander? Is this... <laughs> so... Everyone's dead. <laughs> it's just the first talk to itself. It's like, dang it, I killed them all. I want this to play out somehow. <laughs> I'll just play every part. <laughs> He's the sideshow Bob of. <laughs> Dang it, I've given away the last episode. <laughs> the big reveal. <laughs> I liked it how Buffy used Andrew to fight those minion, or what are they called? Harbingers? Yeah. Bringers. They're called bringers, bringers or harbingers. Yep, I like it. She like grabs John or Andrew and just like smacks him against a couple of them. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yep, then I have, oh, the castle building just blew up. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye, <laughs> <laughs> castle. <laughs> and that is that. That is just... That that is just a really weird way for that for the council to go. I know, just a bad CGI job. <laughs> we shall go to Buffy. <laughs> I know, it's like... No, he was a little more cryptic than that. But I would have expected if we were going to see the council go, I would have expected to see more of a. I don't not not explosion. A slaughtering or something. So, yeah, yeah, something more like the lawyers and, and Angel. Yes, uh, I can only imagine thing. it was a budget and time issue, because that was really like, we lame. <laughs> we have twelve episodes left. We gotta do something with this lame council. <laughs> Blow them up. We'll just show a. Picture of a building and then CGI some <laughs> fire. <laughs> Done. That'll be lots cheaper and faster than a slaughter. Can we, have some, 
<laughs> some stock footage of a <laughs> old timey building in England. <laughs> yep. And it wasn't even a real old timey building in England, like stock shot of it being exploded or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was, it, was, it was different. I know. It was bad. <sighs> well, I guess. Yeah, I guess I deserve a lame ending. They've been lame all around. Yeah, I mean... The best thing that the council did was give us Giles and Wesley. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for that. (laughs) Other than that, (laughs) sawed off. But, you know, they're not meant to be liked. Yeah, I get that. So, all right. I don't like them. Giles is meant to be a rebel of them, and so is Buffy on her own, non-patriarchal. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they could have done better. There, there could have been more involvement, even if it was bad involvement. Like, you know, more of them trying to, for whatever reason, bring down Buffy and Giles. But yeah. I guess there just wasn't time. There's other stuff going on. So, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. RIP Council, I guess. Mm-hmm. Quentin Travers. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's his name. And the giggly lady. <laughs> <laughs> the one that did her thesis on Spike. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> okay, that's right. <laughs> All right, so bring on the night. Yeah, I'm out of notes. Yeah, that's all I have on that one. Uh, Number 106. And this one is number... Is this one the one that's 18? No, No, 16. Sleeper was 18. That's right. Does the last one end with the bringers coming and stealing Spike, right? Yes. Okay. So this one is pretty much, I don't have a lot of notes. This one is um, Spike being tortured and Giles coming. Yes. Yeah, because I don't have a lot of notes on this one. Because I didn't, I... Shoot, I don't either. Because a ton of the episode is the Spike getting tortured and I just did not enjoy that. I had nothing to write down because it would have been all, I hate this, I hate this. I did enjoy seeing Drusilla. And she was okay, but I could tell it wasn't Drusilla. Yeah, I... I was thinking that this is lacking a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if it's in my mind, because I know it's not Drusilla. It's the first trying to be her. That's where my mind was, because I had figured it out by then. I knew that wasn't Drusilla. I knew that was the first. And in my mind, I was like, he's he's done his homework, but it's not Drusilla. She had some good, like, ring, 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 you know, stuff. And Right, which is what she did before. Yeah. And Spike even, he, Spike kind of says it. He's like, she's crazier than you are. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <Not exactly>. true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I agreed with him there. Yeah. But, but I don't know, anytime Juliet Landau's going to come and be Drew, it's going to be at least good. Yeah. Fun to see. But yeah, I just couldn't really write anything down about the 
anything about the torture because it would have all just been the same thing. I just I didn't like it. Mm. <laughs> I don't like seeing Spike tortured. Uh-uh. Especially now that he's like got his soul and is trying. I just I don't like what's happening with Spike right now. I don't like this at all. But I I did like. Well, Buffy. We didn't talk about her um, her speech to him, you know, that why did, you know, he asked, is it in Sleeper or is it in this one? He asked why she's saving him, and she's like, I believe in you. You're good. You did all these things. I fight alongside you. It was in Never Leave Me. Okay. He, right. yeah, he confronts her about. I skipped over that. Oh, note. boy, that was good because. He tries to get her to kill him in the basement about that and kind of taunts her about what he used to do. And I've hinted, I'm like, rape was involved a lot. (laughs) And this is one of those things that I go back to. Yeah. Heavily implying that there was a lot of rape involved with their pillaging when they vamped around. Right. And did their thing. No, I really love that scene because my note, I did somehow skip over it, but I was like, oh, she believes in him. I was like, Spike's going to, that's going to like stick with him. Yeah, that's going to be a big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, but, you know, B had a good point. If if being tortured under glory without a soul didn't make him give up anything this is nothing for him. And right. Having Buffy's words still ringing in his ears was cool. Yeah, I think because like the whole thing with glory, he was still like defiant spike. He just wasn't telling her, you know, true. I don't like this. I don't like... He was he was witty and funny and Right. Right. He was getting the crap beat out of him. Yeah, but he was still able to like have some pretty good comebacks and kind of egg it on, you know, like give me what you got. Where here he just seems so He seems like a little boy or something to me. I just I don't like it. It mm. it it really bothers me. Yeah, it doesn't bother me as much, but you are not alone. Yeah, I just have a hard time with it, because it's not that he seems like an innocent to me at this point. Obviously, you know, I'll never think of him as innocent, but I don't know. I I just don't like it. I didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, on Bring on the Night, my first note is, I was right. Those were potential slayers. Hmm. I was pretty proud of myself. Yep. And then on my next note is, I didn't know Eliza Doolittle was a potential slayer. (laughs) 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 So bad. Like, seriously, why did they have her do that? I don't know. They must have hired her. Someone thought she could do a good English accent, and then... They were like, "Oh, you went to the, <laughs> you went to the Dick Van Dyke school." <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, 
Seriously. Oh, well. <laughs> no one has done that English accent since like the 60s. I know. <laughs> God. <laughs> when the English finally stood up and went, okay, you Americans. <laughs> you beat us in the war. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> if you're going to do our accent, please. <laughs> Not that one. Because <laughs> it doesn't even exist in real England. Right. <laughs> um, my next note is Buffy should have like a million weapons with her. I think it's when she goes into that, when she and Giles like walk to that old tree lot where right. she tries to find like the cavern that she had found before I'm like why doesn't she have like a million weapons because she she knows what she's looking for I don't know just going with a stake that's just not enough <laughs> nope. yeah that was odd I think she's she was very tired and sleep deprived I guess so. But yeah, that it wasn't very smart. I'm not sure she meant to find it. <laughs> and she didn't know that, you know, no one knew about these vampires. Well, obviously Giles did, but didn't know uh they existed. Right. I like the term Uber Vamp. Uber Vamp, yep. Yeah. I like that. And then my next note is, so Principal Wood is a harbinger? Is he, is he the first? Is, you know, what's going on with him? Something is going on with him, but. He's very mysterious. I'm liking this principal character. I like that I haven't figured him out. Because mm-hmm. at first I was very suspicious. Then I was like, oh no, he's just a cool guy. And then I'm like, hmm. I'm suspicious again. They want you to be suspicious, obviously. I am just going along with exactly what they want. I think you will be pleased and surprised. Cool. Oh my gosh, is he like a watcher or something? Is he in on... Hmm. Because there's definitely more to him than just being the new principal. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is he like a secret watcher? <gasps> That's what it is. The council since since Buffy doesn't have a watcher. That's why he hired her. Interesting theory. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. That's my crackpot theory. <laughs> I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that Jay and Jack are doing a free podcast again? Uh-uh. Yep. Did, did they go to pay? They went to pay for a few years. Oh. And then they've come back with free. They're doing the Patreon thing. I just stumbled across it a couple of weeks ago. What's the Patreon thing? I guess it, I guess it's like a Kickstarter thing. I guess you can, like, for your podcast or whatever, you can set up a Patreon page and people can donate hmm. to your podcast. It's for people who don't get, like, sponsors, but they want people to pay. Okay. So they get listeners to fund it. Sure. So, yeah, because I guess Jane Jack went to subscribers only. I remember that because I was like, mm, nope. 
Yeah. <laughs> Didn't yeah. like you guys that much. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but then I just stumbled across them, and just in October, they started doing free podcasts again. So, anyway, sorry. Just when I said crackpot theory, it reminded me of John. Right. But, yep, that's my theory. He is a watcher. Because the council decided that Buffy, that they did need to have some sort of responsibility. But they knew Buffy would rebel, so they made him the principal, and that's why he hired her, so he could keep an eye on her. Boom. <laughs> I don't need to watch the next 12 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happens, though? <laughs> um, they all live happily ever after. Ooh. He and Buffy get married. Oh. And have cute little babies. Oh, wait, no, that's B. I just channeled B. Well, what about Spike? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> in store for Spike. Things aren't looking too good for Spike. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he and Willow will get together. Willow? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just... I didn't think of another female in Don didn't see. Oh, Anya. I don't know. I don't know. But that's my theory. He's a watcher. Okay. Good theory. I like it. Um, And then my last note is, so Buffy's sleeves unzip? <laughs> what? Her sleeves. She unzipped her sleeves or something. She was wearing like a... Was it a coat? Yeah. She was wearing like a... Like a blazer type coat. Oh, I remember the blazer. I don't remember any zipping happening. Yeah, for some reason, I can't remember why. She was hiding something or something, and it's like she unzipped them. And I was <laughs> like, Sleeves can do that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't have any zippy sleeves. <laughs> hmm. I thought you'd be all over that. <laughs> nope. Yep, that's my last note for bringing on the night. Do you have any thoughts about these Uber vamps? Um, no, not really. I mean, I... They don't seem that mysterious to me. They just, they seem like, like vampires on steroids. But she couldn't kill him. Is she going to figure it out? I guess. Yeah. Of course she is. <laughs> yeah, she'll figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I find it interesting that, like, Giles didn't even know that they existed till he saw one. He knew but, a lot about them. Right. But he had never seen one or... So... But it just seemed like, well, it just goes along with the first. If the first evil is there, then he's going to definitely have, like, some minion-type... And I just figure these Uber ramps are part of his thing. I don't know. It's they're just they're giving us some stuff, but they're not giving us a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I never thought about it, but yeah, I'm not a huge fan either, Harold. <laughs> it, you'd think you would be. Like, ooh, look at all this stuff we don't know yet, and then we find out. But it's not the best. No, it's really not. I'm. I don't know. I think I'm just. I think I need to get out of my head on this because I I think I'm suffering from. 
you know, here I am. I'm, like, halfway through the first season now. Why, why are there episodes like this? Why aren't they all just awesome, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think I expected, I just, I think my problem is I'm, I'm just not feeling the tension yet that I think they want us to feel. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And it could be, part of it could be just because I know they'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not as, it's not as suspenseful as like earlier seasons and different. Is it just these three? I mean, did you like the earlier, the, the other stuff? I th- you seem to have. I I have I have I so it's just me, these three. Let me get my. We had you know the beneath you same time same place with the gnarled demon. We had. So we've had. We've had lessons. So that was the first one. So that was okay. Um, beneath you, I don't know. That wasn't so great. Same time, same place was fun, but that's a one-off, pretty much. Um, help, that was the Cassie one, right? Mm-hmm. So again, kind of a one-off. Mm-hmm. Um, selfless was great. That was the Anya one. Right. Him, another one-off. Right. Conversation with the dead people. That was a great one. And now these three. So. Yeah, I think my problem is there's a lot of kind of one-offs in this season where I I don't think I was expecting that. I I was expecting it to I just don't feel the tension. I I thought I would be feeling by this point. You will. I just the threat just doesn't seem to really be there. I mean, and it could be because conversations with dead people, yeah, there was the threat. That was scary. There was stuff going on. And then, I don't know, these three just kind of seemed like kind of ho-hum. And their numbers say it. They're kind of middle middle of the road episodes, you know? Middle to bad. I mean... Middle to bad, yeah. More side to bad than middle, but... Middle bad. <laughs> um, I'll say, I think I like the earlier stuff better than you but when I look at the season and I think of these storylines that we just went through I go oh yeah that stuff happens (laughs) so it's not like you're at oh man you should really be feeling this Sue uh oh (laughs) (laughs) okay good (laughs) I mean it's not like I didn't like the other episodes I think I just and when we talk about it, you seem to like it. But yeah. But seem to have some all-over feelings of bleh. I don't know. I just, I want, I want to feel, like, on edge. I want to feel like there's actual danger. And so far, I'm just not feeling it. I'm, I'm feeling more... Fronting, uh, you know, up until now, like a lot of confusion. Like, what is going on with Spike? I, mm-hmm. 
I think that has a lot to do with it. How he was just like crazy in the basement for so long, and yeah, I I think that went on a little bit too long for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, does that make sense? Yeah. I'm not down on the season. I was just like, and I think another. I think I'm just like, there's only twelve left. Come on. Yeah. I mean, you know. that'd be okay if you were. You wouldn't be alone, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, Val doesn't even. Yeah, we right got in. Like a, a little <laughs> well, and we got like a little notice from Val. Like, I don't think we're gonna get any more feedback from her. Yeah. Because it was up through conversation with dead people, and then. So I mean, I'm still interested. It's not that I'm not interested. Right. So it's not that at all. I think I was just expecting a little bit more. I was. I like feeling tense. I like feeling that people are in peril. And I'm. You're for sure gonna get that. I'm just not there yet. And Spike is going to have a moment of turnaround. Good. I'll let you know that, just so you don't. <laughs> I miss Spike. <laughs> He's gonna have his moment. Okay. I'm assuming it's coming pretty soon, but I don't think it's coming as soon as I think it should. So that's. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just not feeling the danger yet. And I know it's there, you know, because things have happened. But It's I'm there, sure. you will. There's going to be another baddie that I think you're going to really like. Okay. That I don't think you have any ideas coming. I mean, I will say positive things. I, I, I do like the idea of Andrew joining the game because I can see that happening. Yes. Andrew's not going away anytime soon. You can tell. <laughs> I can just tell. He's he's too good of a character. You can tell that they the show likes him and they want yep. him and they're inventing things. Exactly. Kind of like what they did with Spike. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And I knew you'd love it. So I'm happy about that. Um, I, I like the idea of Giles being back and like maybe being the first because... That's brand new to me as of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe if I had thought of that earlier, I'd have, you know. Right. I don't know about these new potential slayers. So I think that might be kind of one thing that kind of let me down during this little this little run is like they're bringing in new people and there's 12 left, you know. Oh, boy. That's not good, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, that's might be a problem for you. Well, if they, well, it sounds like no one likes. That. I was gonna say if they do something awesome with them, fine. But I don't know. It, it always seems weird to me when a show brings on brand new people, like <laughs> the last few episodes. It's like what. <laughs> and I gotta say that is a point of that's probably Val's problem that's probably Ray's problem it's a point of contention is that and you might be on that bandwagon for some reason I breeze it through I don't like them but we'll see I'm not, I'm not gonna judge right now I, I'm I was... able to compartmentalize it yeah they're annoying but 
it doesn't ruin it for me. But it ruins it for some people. Hmm. I was... Um... When the one died, I was, like, encouraged. I was like, okay, well, they'll just be in the next couple because all three of them will die. <laughs> but I guess not. <laughs> guess not. Shush that. <laughs> just shush it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I still I still like it. I'm, I don't know. I always get anxious when I'm ending a series I do this with every TV show, and I know I'm coming to the end. I start like it needs to be perfect. <laughs> it needs to be a lot better than it is. <laughs> you know? I think you'll like where it goes, but I think you're in for a few rough patches still. Oh, that's okay. my idea. Maybe mm. if you know that, you can get through them better. <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll help to know that. Just kind of because your I, mindset. I, I might have <laughs> had my. My expectation a little bit higher than I should ever. Yeah, yeah. So maybe knowing that, I'll. Yeah. I'll tone it down. It'll be interesting. It'll be fun discussing them with you. Yeah. Well, I think I also have in mind. You've always told me that season seven is like your favorite Buffy. Yes. I really like Buffy in this season. So. Well, she's my favorite character. She kind of. Right. Right. I knew it wasn't your favorite season per se, but your favorite like Buffy. Yes. And I, yes, it's my favorite Buffy and I might mama bear her a little bit. Well, and I am encouraged that out of the top 10 of this season, there's still one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, wow. And then one, two, three, four, five, six in the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. (laughs) Have we watched the worst of this season? No, the worst one so far is Sleeper at 18. So there's four worse than Sleeper. Mm. Hmm. Yep. So. I'm sure the iPad right now is sleeping next to Scout. (laughs) But. Never fear. I'll... As long as I like it all as a whole, that's that's okay with me. I really think you will. You know. I think there's going to be some stuff that you're going to really like. Okay. That's encouraging. So, I'll try and get off the anxiety of, come on, there's only 12 left. Make them all great. <laughs> Just enjoy it. And just enjoy it. it. All right. There's plenty of good Buffy, and honestly, season five of Angel is really good. Okay. Yeah. There's still that too. So there's still that. So you'll always have that too. That's true. I think you'll really enjoy it. So it's not all over with Buffy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, ready for your... Yes, what's my next? I actually have to look it up. I can't find the picture. I always look at the picture on Sue Watch's Buffy. Oh, I wonder if it's in my... <laughs> That'd be so dumb. I think it's right in my notebook. The picture I look for all the time. I think is in the notebook I use. 
Yeah, there it is. So stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Every time we do it, I have to like pull up and find the picture on the Facebook page and I like have it with me the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) I skipped past it and lost it. I just saw, flipping through, I saw the episode title, The Price, and I just giggled, thinking of I Wesley. Who's this Wesley person? <laughs> <laughs> I am The Price. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this Wesley you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> So you've got Showtime, Potential, and The Killer in Me. Huh. And these might be fairly like the three we just watched. (laughs) In your mind. Then it heats up. Just know it heats up. All right. Okay. All right. So, all right. The first one that sticks out to me is potential. So I'm going with Buffy, like, Buffy kind of gets closer to one of the potential slayers and kind of sees potential like I can see you being the one Mm. that replaces me so I'm going with potential slayer um showtime so this has to be some sort of like 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 standoff between Buffy and maybe the uber vamps or the first himself or is that too early to have something like that what is showtime maybe oh maybe it's like an andrew thing like maybe maybe andrew andrew gives up more no i don't know showtime's hmm the killer in me. The killer in me. That's a. I'm going with a Spike thing. Like that's that's where Spike does his turnaround. Like he realizes that the killer in him is not him. Like it's really not me. It's it's the first. Okay. Does that make any sense? <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. It's like a third person killer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but Showtime, I don't know. Yeah, that's. That could be really anything. You came that close. Could, it could be another musical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did come close? Yeah, you did. 
Okay, what did I guess? It was something between Buffy and the first, or Buffy and the Ubers, or it was an Andrew thing. Um, okay, I'm going with Andrew. There's something about Andrew. It's Andrew-centric. Okay. Yeah, somehow, yeah, that's, I'm going to guess that Showtime is the last we see Warren. Like, they finally, finally somehow defeat him and we'll never see his stupid face again. <laughs> <laughs> and Ghost Jonathan is going to help and live Andrew. Live Andrew and Ghost Jonathan are going to get together and defeat Warren. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. Have you uh, watched The Angels? Yes. <laughs> Took me a minute. The to... episode that will not the be named. <laughs> mystery the Voldemort episode. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it after I didn't want you to know what the one was called after Awakening no, so same. you'd get so Awakening would get you right yeah no as soon as I saw the title I was like ah, I can see why she didn't want to say it <laughs> it's not Grandpa Angelus kills the beast <laughs> but yeah I, I have watched them and they're good they're good huh yeah. And that be one, might be one of those things I feel like Angel's more interesting right now. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I know, I know. I kind of want to, like, watch, especially after the ending of um, Solus. That was, yeah. I forget how Solus ends. <gasps> oh! Or the soul is missing from the safe. It's right. Like, what the boop? How'd that happen? I will say, and I'll probably say it next week when we record, but I want him to be more Angelicy. Let's see, isn't he Angelicy in Souls? Mm. He's kind of weird, huh? Yeah, he he seems to kind of tame it. I don't know. He is, but he's not. And it could be because he's in a cage. But... Well, if I'm going to see Angelus again, I want to see Angelus. And he just doesn't seem, I don't know, there just seems to be something like holding him down. Well, spoiler alert, they don't solve the missing soul problem for a while. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping they wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with mysteries not being solved. I'm okay right now not knowing if Glenn's alive or not. Who? Glenn. Oh, right. I know. I am really okay with it. I know. People are just up in arms and quitting the show. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are dumb. Because it's really good right now. <laughs> yeah. It is so good. I love... I've, I've only, like, half read what's been going on your talks right now with Ray oh. and stuff. And I just think... I love that we're getting that same day in so many different... So much I, happened! I, I do it. too, and... When, okay, we're going to do some Walking Dead talk really quick. Okay. So. I have not watched the latest. Okay. 
But so if you want to send us feedback, send it to suewatchesbuffy.gmail.com. Because <laughs> 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 The Walking Dead is much more interesting than Buffy right now. <laughs> Alright. Alright, well, enjoy your next three episodes. Alright. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> no, I'll go in with a good attitude. I'm not one of those haters. Right. I don't, I don't let it poison me. So, okay. And it's okay if you don't like it. Yeah, I'm not going to like it just for your sake. (laughs) (laughs) I'll always like it. So, we'll see how I feel. All right. So, all right. All right. Talk to you later. Okay, see ya. Bye. Bye. Welcome to Sue Watches Buffy, the podcast where Sue is watching Buffy. And she's actually doing that this time. It's not Angel. <laughs> I feel like we were always like, except this time. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. You want to start over? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, now I lost my voice. Uh-oh. I think someone's getting sick. It's possible.
No, just as, and I know this is a difference, just being a comic book reader and knowing and watching the show is different than non-comic book readers. But And knowing what's coming when you see stuff? Yes, because I see they are doing this slow burn, and if people, people are going to kick themselves if they quit the show because of these last couple episodes, because crap is going to happen soon. <laughs> and it's going to be amazing. I, I promise. I know where they're going. They can't not be going there. And I'm not just talking Negan. Huh. Interesting. You know, they started the ball rolling two episodes ago with something that happens to a main season one character that's just epic in the comic. And I know they're going there. And is it something that if you don't read the comics, you don't notice that much? Yes, totally. Hmm. Yeah. It's a very subtle thing that happened in this, the episode, Which episode before this. Um, uh, the one... The one back at... The Woodbury, one back at Alexandria. I called it Woodbury. Alexandria. <laughs> <laughs> the one back at Alexandria. Okay. So, Rick does something that I just, I know... It's, it's the one where Rick kisses Jesse at the end. Right, and it's not the kiss. It's not the kiss. <laughs> Something else he does. Something else he does in that episode. I was just like, oh, yes, they're going to do it. I, ever since they hit Alexandria, I've been hoping they were going to do this one storyline, and I think they are. And, like, no one else is talking about it. Everyone is so freaking focused on Glenn, and it's like, I don't even care anymore. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I do, but that's not what I'm thinking about because it's going to happen when it happens. I kind of want to watch it again and see if I can see something Rick does that I can pick out. Yeah, he has a scene with someone and he he, he does something that is gonna it's it's gonna turn around and bite him. Hmm. Not well, yeah, it it affects Rick quite a bit. Hmm. But and like no one else is talking to everyone is so even like, comic book people. Yes, even even because I listened to two or three different podcasts, and on two of them, especially their comic book guys, no one has talked about this. Everyone is still just, this is so slow and boring, and what's going on with Glenn, and now it's ruined, you know. What is wrong just, with me that I have not found it slow nor boring at all? I, I thought it's either. been amazing every episode. Same. This is one of my favorite seasons. I am it's not my favorite it. season so far. I am too. That is strange. I And you're not a comic book reader, so you don't even know what I'm talking about. I know. I still just think it's been great. I I love the pace of this season. I, I love that everything is happening in the same day. I love that while, well, you haven't seen the latest one. But I, you know, I know it, who it's about. Okay, so you know... I know it's Carol and whatever. And Sasha and Abraham. Yeah. I just love thinking that while Sasha and Abraham and Daryl are going through what they're going through in this episode, like, Alexandria is getting attacked by the wolves at the same time, and Rick is in Uh the RV, and Glenn is falling off the dump, you know, that's all happening at the same time. This is all happening within, like, a three or four hour span. It's not even a whole day. It's, like, a few hours of a day. Uh Uh-huh. I just think that's awesome, and it's so refreshing from, like, I compared it to the Sophia thing today on Facebook on in our little discussion, mm-hmm. how 
That was so just Sophia's day after day. <laughs> it was just day after day. It was day after day for us and for them. I love that they're not really worried about Glenn because he hasn't been missing for that long in their minds. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, so they don't have like the, we're all going, Glenn, Glenn, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they're just like, hey, he'll show up, you know. I mean, Maggie's a little bit worried and wanted to go find him, but, right. but then she's like, well, okay, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, the Sophia thing did have, it got paid off by like one of the greatest reveals the show has ever done. You know, her walking out of yes the barn. Oh man, yeah. I that was, never that like I one of my <laughs> like I said things. before. I had a little girl about the same age, and so I was watching it from a mom perspective. Like, yes, keep looking for Sophia. <laughs> so I kind of had a personal investment that I think a lot of people didn't. Right. So that didn't bother me as much. Season two, all of that. It it went on. It was almost the entire... It was the first half of season two. Mm. Like, the first eight episodes was... The main thing was Sophia. And that just got a little old. Yeah, I don't remember it bothering. I just remember being concerned. But... But this Glenn thing doesn't feel that way at all to me. It's like, yeah, we have to wait, but come on, it's a TV show. Don't you have other things to do? Yeah, and I'm kind of... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I the right when it happened, I was like, Ugh. and then I learned that people don't think he's really dead because I was like, he's dead. And then I got over it. <laughs> I'm totally over it. And I was like, huh, something's gonna happen there, and I'm sure we'll find out. They're not gonna. And then people all panic, like we'll never know. We're gonna know. They're not we'll gonna know. do that. Man, it'd be pretty ballsy if they did, though. <laughs> I kind of almost True. like it, Like, if we just never know. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That would be very interesting. Yeah. No, we'll know, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be okay. You know? Yep. They're, they're smart writers, you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm just sick of the hate. I had to quit listening to a couple of the podcasts because I'm like, yep, I'm done listening to you. I just don't want to hear. Yeah. You're not, you're missing so many things. Like, <laughs> like for one thing, I mean, this isn't really a spoiler, but in this episode, this latest one, like Daryl, Sasha, and Abraham get separated. So Daryl's on his own. They've been so separated. I thought they got separated in the episode before that. Daryl came back at the very end. Oh, oh, he did. He circled around, didn't he? Yep, yeah, yeah. But they get separated, and Daryl runs into a couple of people who think that he's one of the wolves. Mm. Or they think he's someone. Okay. And he says to them, he's like, I'm not who you think I am. And, like, so many people, people writing into the podcast and stuff, they're so frustrated that Daryl didn't tell them, look, I'm not one of the people that attacked, you know, the people you think I am attacked my people. Okay, Daryl doesn't know. Oh, yeah, he wouldn't know. He doesn't know that Alexandria has been attacked. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) It's like one of those things. I just want to call in live to the podcast, but that's impossible. (laughs) But it's like, why are you focusing on this? He doesn't know. 
that's happening simultaneously. Anyway, that's my rant. Because <laughs> I think season six is great. And... I love it. I was so shocked when I heard that There's Walking so Dead podcast hate. hating it so bad. I'm like, oh, yeah. did we watch an entirely different Because <laughs> I was so pumped. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> I Yeah, I guess... When you and I say that we're okay with a slow burn, I, we're honestly okay with a slow burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other people seem to say it, but they certainly don't act that way. They're too... People never do. I mean, it's that's the way it always is. When I hear people talk about shows, I'm like, calm down. There's three <laughs> episodes about other stuff, and you need to appreciate that. You need to appreciate storytelling. You know, yeah. There is something I mean, I, to be said for a slow burn and good storytelling that unfolds yeah. a story to make you go, "What?" But some people just can't handle that, and then they get themselves all mad and worked out that when the when the big reveal and the denouement and the climax happens, they're like in a bad mood yep. <laughs> for it. Yep, it's it's been tainted, you know. Yeah, because yeah, I. If they're going, there's like two or three different things that are simultaneously like coming up and it's, it's going to be great. You know, Mm -hmm. it's going to be great. (laughs) We just need to calm the freak down. (laughs) (laughs) So frustrating. I mean, at first I was a little annoyed. I really, really enjoyed the... The Morgan and Eastman story. Yeah, and I didn't. I I was when I heard that there was going to be a double and that people were saying we're not going to find anything else. We're just going to do Morgan backstory. I was like groan, but I yep. loved it. I loved it too, and I thought it was great. And most people did. People that surprised me loved it. A lot of yeah. people. I was just a little. It just seemed to kind of. Those first three episodes were just so go, 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 go. And then it was like, you know. Yeah, but I loved it. I... But still, it was a great episode. It I was just, really good. The timing was weird, but you know what? When's the timing going to be great? So they got to put it somewhere. Yeah. You know, so I got over that within a few hours. <laughs> I got over wow. it within the first, like, maybe 15 minutes of the episode. I'm like, oh, wait, you know what? I like this. Oh, I loved the episode the whole time I was watching it, but yeah. I did agree with people that it was like, man, after, yeah, I don't know, the momentum was just going, 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 and then it just like, I, I just wanted more of the current, Yeah. but I'm okay now with the placement. It's got to go somewhere. But anyway, that's Walking Dead talk. Right, and it was it involved a lot of philosophies that I feel like I enjoyed. I enjoyed the philosophies of the I forget what it's called now. Oh, the, the book. Uh, oh, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The Aikido stuff. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. that. I feel like so many people get so bloodthirsty. Even the fans, just you just gotta pick up your weapons and kill everything, you know. Right. And I'm I've never been that way even watching it just being a, I'm I would have been a little Tyrese, you know. 
And so it was fun to see that point of view and mm-hmm. and have people agree with it. I'm like, yes, the show needs a little more of that. A little more humanity. It is nice to see the humanity, but I'm getting a little frustrated with Morgan. He's making some really stupid mistakes because well, of Well, sure, but I think so, it might go somewhere pretty neat. <laughs> it might. It might. Did you you recognize who Eastman was, right? Yeah, he was a scary clown man. Twisty the clown? Twisty, that's I want to say Twisty. I'm like, no. He was Norm in Fargo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I you think I have realized... some breakfast, Margie. <laughs> I had forgotten that for Walking Dead, but I had remembered it when we found out who Twisty was. Yep. So, now it comes back to me. <laughs> Well, you should watch the latest one because it was great. I was going to yesterday. And, and people seem to hate it most of all. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see what I think. I thought it was awesome. When it was over, I was like, no! <laughs> 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 it was funny because like, I watched it a couple days after it aired. And when it was, when it was over, I was like... That's one of the quickest Walking Dead episodes I can think of. Like, like time going by while watching it, it just seemed like hmm. it started and then it was over. And then, like, I listened to, later that day, I listened to one of the podcasts I'm sticking with. Uh-huh. <laughs> one of the first things they said was, that was one of the longest running. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, I was like, oh, I had the exact opposite feeling. That that went by so quick to me. And they were complaining. Like, they kept looking at the clock going, wow, it's only been 20 minutes. <laughs> so, I loved it. So, anyway. Okay. All right. We can go. You're tired. I am tired. So, well, 